Coming up, I explain why the hurt business is best for business. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button right now. That way you are notified. If you're new to the show, welcome and thank you welcome to the show um what a week uh i did a show on monday it was labor day i did a show discussing all the things that happened over the weekend and guess what the show is a little bit longer than i thought i was like oh wow yes that much stuff happened but today we gotta talk about the hurt business folks mvp is the mvp Getting Cedric Alexander to join, and I'm going to be honest with you. At first, I was like, uh, I don't know. Is he really a part of it? I, we saw Shelton Benjamin even say to him, don't screw this up. Are you really with us? And I think I realized that when I did see him beat up on Ricochet and them, um, and then, you know, obviously with Lashley, this has a great opportunity to be a black version of evolution. Yeah, I got that from one of my uh, brothers in my the Wrestling Realm Facebook group, and I had to bring it on the show. I'm really excited about this because MVP has always been good on the microphone. But we got to admit, maybe that first run in the WWE wasn't the greatest. He had a lot of people who liked him, but it was also some people he fell flat to. We saw him make the decision to go over to New Japan, where he would become the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. He had a run in TNA as well. But now to see him back, even in TNA, we saw, uh, I believe him and Lashley was together. And I, I want to say he was the champion. But one thing we do know, like, he had was taken more seriously. And he's always been somebody I think that you could take seriously. But he also was in that ruthless aggression era. And there was some stars that he just couldn't crack through. You know, your John Cena's, your Randy Orton's, your Triple H's, your Chris Jericho's. Just really couldn't get through. But I like him in this role. I like him being that guy who is my phone is buzzing. The click is calling. I like him being that guy that you look at and say, hey, Come on, I, I, this is where the good side is. You, you, I mean, you got the jewelry, they're wearing the suits. Black people don't always gotta be quote unquote thugs, folks, or monsters, but they do look like, if you're in school, they look like that cool group that you wanna be a part of, and bringing Cedric, and, and, and what I love what he said was, look, I'm tired. I'm tired of sitting up there fighting for a championship, somebody else's opportunity with Apollo Crews. I'm teaming up with Ricochet and I'm just constantly getting beat down. Why not join the Hurt Business? Why not? It, it makes total sense. So this is going to make for very interesting television for the next few weeks. Well, you got to look at and, and then. So I know I was really critical of Raw Underground, but I did like 
that when they had that one night where they lost, how they's like, all right, let's go take it out in on at Raw Underground. So I think we'll see some more of that. I just want to see them get some good wins. Here's an opportunity where they can dominate. I mean, when you watch these and you see these groups, it has it written all over it. You could put the tag titles on Shelton Benjamin and MVP. You could, and I know most people are saying Shelton Benjamin and Cedric had the tag titles, but hear me out. Let Cedric be the workhorse, right? Therefore, he's the United States champion. And then, obviously, Lashley could be the WWE champion. Now, do I think they're going to go with this route? I'm not quite sure. We know Lashley lost to uh, Drew McIntyre uh, during the summertime. But I do think this could be exactly what everybody needs. This would be perfect, and this is going to make for great television. Shout out to MVP. To me, he is the MVP this week for putting this together um we move on to nxt we got a brand new nxt champion finn balor has done it again uh balor would defeat adam cole the two went out there they put on a clinic i mean what did you expect anything less showed the too sweet afterwards you know backstage i want to see the direction this is going to go finn balor returning to nxt i thought was big for him especially with it going to usa if he's still getting the WWE main roster money. I know the money part ain't my business. It's just something curious about. But I do think this will be, um, this is the reset NXT needed. I said that before. Yeah, Cole would have been cool, but Cole's been champion long, for the longest time, right? And Ciampa and Gargano, not saying they would have been bad champions, but we haven't seen Balor in a while. For the new fans out there, for the fans that's just getting used to NXT and they're new to it because it's on USA, now they're getting an opportunity to see this and see the run of Finn Balor. Will we see the Demon King? That's what I want to know. Will he bring that out during big matches? I think if he would have came out, I know he's the prince, but I think if he would have came out with that on um, Tuesday, NXT Super Tuesday, it would have been one of those situations where everybody would have known he was going to win the match. And then maybe he won't. Maybe I know people out there said, well, he's a heel, so he doesn't need to do that. So I'm going to move to AEW. Matt Hardy. I, I, if you listen to the last show, you know, I was very critical about Matt Hardy and how he was used. He came out on AEW this past Wednesday night and you know, he says he's a tough guy, but you know, he apologized for putting everybody through everything. He even apologized to Sammy Guevara for not being able, and for the fans more so, for not being able to give them that match they desired. But one thing he left us with, he said wrestling is in his blood and he is ready to go after the AEW World Championship. I'm ex- I would love, I want to see that. Um, it's no secret. Matt Hardy was always my favorite Hardy boy. Everybody loved Jeff, and Jeff is great. Matt was my guy. Very disappointed that, one, he couldn't be broken in WWE. It was cool. The Woken stuff was cool, but I wanted him to be broken. And then I was very disappointed that he never really got that main event run. I felt like y'all could really push him. Jeff Hardy had a run in the main event a couple of times, but Matt Hardy never got that. And Matt was always the more hit you in the face, go right at you. It's good on the microphone. And can you just imagine 
if he would have got the push that if they would have used him right, and I hate being that guy, but they would have used him right. How many people would have been saying delete? I go back to WrestleMania 28. And I mean, excuse me, WrestleMania 33. And when he came out there, they was Hardy Boys. And but when he was walking out, he was still because he still had the silver part in his hair. So he's still doing the delete stuff. And being there, that was when the place erupted. Because earlier, the Hardy Boys had said, Jeff had told CBS News, uh, CBS Sports, that they signed a deal with Ring of Honor. So therefore, they wasn't coming to the WWE. Nobody was expecting to see there. I believe they was also, that weekend, they wrestled the Bucks at one of the ROH shows. And they may have even wrestled earlier in the day. So when they came out, it was a big shot to everybody in the stadium. And you saw a lot of people, and Matt was even doing the delete. So can you imagine if he would have got the run in WWE that he deserved? So let's see what AEW does. AEW, the ball's up. The ball's in your court. You're up next. Speaking of runs in AEW, they got a new person, and he is all elite, and that is Miro. You may, if you're just watching this and you haven't been paying attention on social media and you missed the show or you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you may say, who is Miro? Miro is the artist formerly known as Rusev. Former WWE United States champion has made his way over to AEW. He was brought in. He will be Kip Sabian's best man in his wedding to Penelope Ford. Now, here's the thing. Of course, he did what they all do, folks. He cut that ever so hurtful promo because he was hurt, wasn't used right. And he said it, you know, he says he took some shots, but that's what they all do, right? He said no more grabbing brass rings. He's on, and you know, they can take him and shove it because we all know that's what Vince Sage wants to do. Now, he's gone on record and saying Vince McMahon told him the fans was making fun of him and he wasn't really that into him. Here's my thing. The difference between going to a AEW versus a TNA, or I should say Impact, I always say that, is there is a bigger audience. You're on TNT. So if Miro is the guy and Miro is everything that fans want to be, let's see it. For the fans out there that love Miro, show your love. Let's see how much he will stay over. Will we ever have where he had captured the fans with Rusev Day? And it may have been Sam Miro Day. I really couldn't hear the crowd. But will he be that guy that fans wanted him to be? Only time will tell. So that's what I want to say. Um, sticking with AEW, Kenny Omega sat down with good old JR Jim Ross and during the show talk with Jim Ross about how the everything that happened with the tag team and you know coming in was supposed to be the guy loses pretty much everything we've been saying and I know I've been saying he says that even if hangman Adam Page wants to go back after the tag titles that he won't that this is you know he's ready to go for the singles so now i'm ready where are you kenny omega 
Are we going to get the guy that was putting on 20 star matches with Okada? Or will everybody who says it was all Okada be proven right? Will the stories, will we get intriguing stories from Kenny Omega? I really don't want to see him challenge for the TNT championship. I'm sorry. I want to see him challenge for that AEW title. I want Kenny Omega to be the guy that I had waited and was hoping and hoping that he was going to go to the WWE. I want him to be that guy. I want him to be the main eventer that people think he can be, the face of the company, the guy who's putting butts in AEW seats, the guy who's making people want to spend money to order AEW pay-per-views. Can Kenny Omega be that guy, ladies and gentlemen? Let me know in the comments what you think. Tweet me at Brian H. Waters. Because I'm no, I don't know. I don't. I thought so, but I'm not so sure. So we're going to find out. We are going to find out. In the main event tonight, we saw... Uh, Mr. Brody Lee victorious over Dustin Rhodes. And it, it was a solid match. I mean, for the TNT championship, he retains. We all knew that was going to happen. But the cool thing about it was that, you know, this is what the TNT title is supposed to be. So that's what we got. And Mr. Brody Lee, I think he's on his way to a dominant reign. I'm not sure who takes him out. I, I really don't. But I do wonder what's going to happen after that. Um, and then afterwards, we saw Cody make an announcement about a big show or something like that. I forgot. It's like a competition show, a high action pack. Kind of remind you of Gladiators and with, you know, it's kind of, it's a talent show, but it's action stuff, not singing and dancing. I'm like, is this the second show TNT supposed to get? I mean, the second eight, second show that AEW supposed to get? Uh, but I don't think so. At least I hope it's not. But, folks, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. Um, I'm going to take you back this week. Uh, if you go back, if you subscribe to the channel, if you're new to the channel, I want you to go to season one. The Real Dwayne Allen and I had quite a bit of shows. Here's one of them. It's called Bounties and Pro Wrestling. Well, here's a clip from that. I'll be back after this. With the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. With Eric Bischoff and WWE. I mean, you know how bad that would really be? You know, if guys were like, you know, say you're, you're about to, Bret Hart and Sean, 97. Mm -hmm. if, if that was still the tradition, you know, and Bishop could say, you know what, you know, break Sean's leg and then bring the title over here. Like, say, say, Bret Hart found out with, hey, they're trying to screw you over. They're not going to drop the title to you. And Bret Hart knows he's leaving. He could have easily, okay, when they do the thing, I could, you know, break his leg and the sharpshooter, pull his knee out or something like that, win, leave, and now their top guy is injured while I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, that's, that could, could have potentially been the issue with Hogan and Sheik. Only yeah. because of this whole thing of bounties. Mm -hmm. Because that's the way people decide to choose to, to solve their issues with people. Right. You know, that's that's how dangerous that could have been. You know, mm -hmm. e even when Sean and Brett had the situation, they was like they were trying to teach Sean different things to protect himself just in case because like, he can really hurt you. Yeah. You know, his father is too hard. So, you know, a lot of those wrestling submissions can hurt. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, bounties of professional wrestling was a big thing in the past. I would, I think we might, we might do that one again. Maybe I'm gonna talk to the real Dwayne Allen about that because I uh, really, really enjoyed that show. We talked about um, um, 
Ric Flair. He had a bounty on him. Bet you ain't know that. Maybe it did. So make sure you check that. Excuse me. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Monday Night Raw was interesting. It ended in a way that was uh, very entertaining. We saw Dominic take on Buddy Murphy or Murphy uh, in a street fight. And Dominic's really good. I was not excited about seeing him. I kept sitting there. I mean, he came out. He was so bland. Had these big clothes on. I'm like, I don't want to see it. Well, this guy wrestled. He looked tall and weird and linky. But, man, he is good and entertaining. And he even did a spot where he slid under the ropes and did a sunset flip. So, uh, they would. he would go ahead and beat Murphy because Murphy just gave up. It's a street fight. That means no rules. So, he took kendo sticks. And I tweeted the GIF and I said, for those who haven't watched wrestling in a long time, this is how Raw ended the night. And him, his father, Ray, his mother, and his sister. I mean, they all just taking a turn. Bam, 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 bam. Beating on Murphy. To the point Murphy just couldn't take it anymore. And, and he said, all right, I quit. And it was cool because you don't see that often in professional wrestling. And it made so much sense for all the hell that Seth Rollins put them through. Rey Mysterio wearing a mask that covers, you know, because he, he lost the eye for an eye match and all that other stuff. So all of that going on, it, it, it was a great way. I hope the story is over, though. I do want to see what Dominic does next, see how his career goes. But I really hope this is over. So, um, the Iconics, you may know that they broke up last week. And immediately, WWE gave us <laughs> Billy Kay versus Peyton Royce in the match. Billy Kay, uh, Peyton Royce was victorious. But you can see the ladies just didn't want to wrestle each other. They didn't want to wrestle at all. They didn't even want to be broken up. And afterwards, they, you know, she consoled her partner, former partner. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I really didn't. I really wish they didn't break up. But I guess I kind of understand. We do have Oscar and Nia Jack. I mean, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler kind of going back and forth. You know, they took on the Riot Squad, and both of them in handicap matches. And this is the reason why I didn't like them two being the tag team champions. That's why I felt that part was kind of rush booking because it's like y'all don't like each other. So why, why, in my opinion, the women's tag titles haven't been established long enough and haven't had a, a lot of people with great runs to be made into a gimmick and just be throwing, oh, let's just put these two together. No, you have tag teams. You do have tag teams that dress alike, you know. I kind of wish the Bellas were still around because uh, I think it would be really cool to see them with a tag team title run. And I, you know, I think they would do good with it. Kevin Owens, I don't know if you guys saw Raw Talk, but Kevin Owens was on there. And one of the things, you could see that sort of frustration that he's having, that that need to get back to where he was. If you think back to 2000, uh, shoot, 2016, 2016, around this time, Kevin Owens was the universal champion. Since losing the title, he hasn't even touched the gold again. He hasn't been champion again. Yeah, he had a match with Kofi Kingston. 
I believe, and I think so. Yeah, I believe he had a match with Kofi Kingston. He even had a match where he, uh, you know, he was uh, he had a couple title matches, but he hasn't been in that main event storyline. He's had some great stories, but he hasn't had that main event storyline. So I am wondering what happens with him. You know, with this year he finally got his WrestleMania moment after, you know, having a fail match. That was his KO Mania 2 was bad. KO Mania 1 was cool. KO Mania 2. Uh-uh. Uh, KO Mania 3, or was this KO Mania 3? Um, you know, so I know last year he wasn't even on the card. But I want to see what happens because, oh, yeah, KO Mania 3, he was in a tag match with uh, Daniel Bryan and him and Sami Zayn. But that was more about Daniel Bryan's return. So, but what's going to happen with him? Because here is somebody who is a star people like him has a good following he's too too good for nxt he is he tried the whole you know when he tried the gimmick change it didn't work when he was wearing the suit the face of the usa like nah brah that didn't work so i want to know where do they go from here so um but i'm gonna get ready to wrap things up you know i know a little shorter show than usual but uh like i said make sure you check out the episode from monday if you haven't done so yet where i did talk about a lot of the things that happened this past weekend i will say this though um <laughs> it's been a long but finally happened i finally finished this book yes yeah daniel my improbable journey to the wrestlemania Main, the main event of WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan with Craig Cattell. Um, shout out to my boy, Steve Braban, for giving me this when I, I worked with him at ESPN. He was my supervisor. Well, I should say my um, lead, one of the lead producers when I was on social media team. And he gave me the book. And so, you know, I really appreciate that. But I finally finished it. It's very good. One of the things that was interesting was the fact, you know, hearing a story about him and Kane and Daniel Bryan say he set up six feet chairs and, and you know, playing those pranks on Kane. And uh, also, you know, you hear about the argument with, uh, we'll read about the argument with him and uh, Triple H after he, uh, Randy Orton and his match that got cut short because he, Triple H saw he wasn't feeling well. Uh, but also just the, the actual journey to WrestleMania, which is obviously at the end of the book. But that night, I mean, just that whole day, I should say, and, and you know, you hearing like behind the scenes and people, how the WWE was like, okay, we're going to listen to the fans. We're going to give you Daniel Bryan, and this is how we're going to do it. I know for me, that's one of my favorite main events. And it's ironically, I mean, this is my favorite superstar of all time, but part of so the two, my two favorite main events, he was in both of them, WrestleMania 30 and WrestleMania 35, but it was great to see him do the uh, honors of putting Kofi Kingston over at WrestleMania 35. That way we would finally have an African born WWE champion. But folks, that'll do it for this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. As I said, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you turn on the bell notifications as well. Also, make sure you uh, let your friends know about it. You know, tell the people. I appreciate we getting some new subscribers in. So thank you. Uh, make sure you share the show. Got you. All right. So until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.